This is the Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. All right. Well, welcome back in, everyone, to a brand new show this week, Michael Walsh Show. Obviously, MichaelWallShow.com. We're sharing a lot of great insight to help you live with purpose and live on purpose. So let me see real quick. Let me raise your hand if you've listened to this show each and every week. All right. Now, obviously, I can't see your hand, but you know whether or not you put it up. My challenge to you is make sure you dial in each week. Listen, I know the show is about 52 minutes long. There's four segments typically in each and every show, and there's different things that we cover designed to add value and share thought in different parts of our lives. So what I want to challenge you to do is when you subscribe to the show, pick a part of the show that you like. Maybe it's the whole thing. Maybe it's a piece of it. If you're not aware, you you will be now that the beginning part of each show is motivational. The goal is to help you really get motivated with life. Motivation is something that's important. It's something that we need to continue to repeat. Very, very important in life and different ways for you to have massive success in life and in business. I share at the beginning part of each show. And then the second and third segment, a lot of times we will have uh, financial insight and, and wisdom to help you grow your investments, grow your wealth. Very important. Last segment, a lot of times we have a guest on. So that's that's, that's what it looks like each and every week, so that way you can be in a place where you're dialing in, and maybe you can't listen to the whole show again, but just move to the segment that works for you, and make sure you retune each and every week so you can have the info necessary for you to live out your purpose. Now, this week, we got a great show coming up. Obviously, each and every week, our show is powered by, and we appreciate the sponsorship of Wall Private Wealth, which is a, another company that I have, and the team there, what we do, if you're not aware actually helps families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. Our minimum is a million. And now we have a private wealth division, which is 25 million, also a pro athlete division. Now I'm really, really excited. We got something new coming out for all of you that don't qualify for the million dollar number. And that is a club. It's going to be called the Monthly Wealth Club. If you want to learn more about that, just go to michaelwallshow.com and click that little uh, box that says contact us or, or connect with the show. And we will make sure we put you on the list. You can get info about that. It's going to an amazing tool offered at only 50 cents a day. Unbelievable to help you really maximize your wealth. So you want more info about that? Just go to michaelwallshow.com. So we're going to talk about a lot of great things this day in this show. The first thing we're going to discuss is motivation and controlling your mental input what that looks like and why that's important. Then we're going to have a little interview or a little thought, I should say, really, from Peter Frampton. Now, if you're out there and you're under the age of maybe 35, you're like, who's Peter Frampton? Well, he was a pretty big uh, artist back in the day. We're going to share some thoughts that he has about the importance of getting the right help, choosing the right help when you're looking for help in life, whether it's your financial help or life help, etc. And then later on, we have a guest coming in. We have Kayla Fourier. She's done a great job. She's been involved in the Miss America organization, Miss Florida USA as of now, and she's really involved in suicide prevention. This is a big, big problem in America today, and it's an issue that we need to deal with, and part of that dealing with it is with awareness. So all of this is packaged nice and tight, coming at you right now. You ready? All right, all right. Now we're diving into the motivational segment, and it is time to share thought and insight to help you 
Live with purpose, live on purpose, and be motivated as you go through life. I love what Zig Ziglar used to always say, and that is, listen, motivation, is it necessary? Yes, it is. Does it wear off? Yes, it does. Do you need to repeat it? Yes, you do. Just like bathing, just like eating, just like anything else. These are things that we absolutely need to make sure that we add into our lives. So today I want to talk about controlling your mental input. Now you might say, well, what does that mean, Mike? Or why do I need to control my mental input? Or is that really important? Well, it is really important. You know, I was having a conversation with a gentleman and uh, we was talking about uh, TV shows, you know, the shows that you watch and all the different things out there. And of course, today we watch TV in a way that's more binge watching than we used to. It used to be before Netflix and before, have you seen those hashtags Netflix and chill? <laughs> you know, just hang out. We're just going to watch Netflix and chill. Well, that's kind of been our um, uh, world today is moving more towards this subscription-based model where you get all of these series. And maybe it's a good thing, but the bad thing is, is you're literally having all of it access and you could pull out all-nighters and watch these segments. Well, when you think about what we watch and why we watch what we watch and how that affects our minds, you may not think about that fully. In other words, you may not think about how that actually really affects the way you think. And you know, a lot of times there's been been research really that's shown that if you watch shows that are aggressive in nature, that are uh, out there and the focus is stealing and robbing and killing and adultery, whatever, you will literally become desensitized to those types of things. You will be in a place where you'll find yourself, you know, a little bit more frustrated in life. In other words, you, you want results immediately. Something doesn't go your way. You get upset. If you're having that kind of an input, that's the kind of response, the output that you're going to have. Now, you may not see it exactly initially, but it, it happens over time. And it actually happens without you actually even knowing it. And then if you, and then if you listen to something like this, you say, wait a minute, let me reevaluate myself. Yes. I have been a little more frustrated with the folks that are around me. I have been a little bit more quick-tempered. I have been a little bit more selfish in nature, and I don't want to be like that. However, if you watch shows, now here's a little uh, Netflix show that my, my family and I love, our kids love. It's called When Calls the Heart. So you may watch that. It almost reminds me of an old um, Little House in the Prairie, if you remember that back in the day. It's a very, very innocent show. And some of you, as you go and watch that initially, you might say, wow, this isn't, you know, this isn't like top level, all this stuff, whatever. But it's a great story. It's very innocent in nature. And it's, it's, a, it's a caring show. And what I found is, is when you input things like that into your mind, or The Crown is another big one, not to promote anyone or the other, but when you, when you input things like that in your mind, now you're in a place where you're watching things that are about caring for others or taking care of others or being kind uh, with other folks or really thinking about how you respond. You will find that that input actually will affect you in your life. Now, why am I talking about shows and what you input and what you watch? The reason I'm talking about it is because we all inhale information, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on uh, YouTube, whether it's on actual other TV mediums, or whether it's on uh, you know Netflix-type environments. We all inhale information. And as we inhale information, it changes the way we think and how we respond in our day-to-day life. So I want to challenge you and challenge you to think about and sit back and look at what are you actually inhaling? What are you consuming on a regular basis? You may say, well, you know, I'm just, I'm watching a little bit of this. I know that, you know, I'm watching these shows of people getting murdered and stuff going on all the time, but it's not really going to affect me. Well, guess what? It does. 
And it causes you to literally become more desensitized to those types of things. It causes the value of life in our eyes to shrink. And that's a bad thing. And I think if we want to be in a place where we have a society that shows love, cares about one another, you know, we've had all these murders and all these killings and shootings and things like that. If we want to, if we want to be in a place where we actually have a society that cares about one another, then we must change our input. There's no other way than to changing our mind than to change your input. And think about it like this. Let's say you had a glass of water and that glass of water was pure water it was, it was very healthy for you. It was from the purest source on earth. And you were in a place where there was something that was negative or bad. And you, let's say that negative or bad was acid. <laughs> Not the drug, but just a drop of acid, right? And you said, I'm just going to drop just one drop, just as a test to see what would happen. Just one drop of that acid in that very, very pure water. My question to you is, would you drink it? I know I wouldn't. You say, you know, I'm just going to add one more drop. And think of those drops of acid as the negative input, the, the, the segments, the TV shows, the things that you're watching about people hurting one another or people doing things mean to one another or people, you know, raping and, and, and killing one another. And that's the acid that you're literally dropping into your water as you inhale and intake things into your mind. And I got to tell you, there's a quote here that I love from Zig Ziglar, and that is that acid destroys the vessel in which it dwells. Let me say that again. Acid destroys the vessel in which it dwells. And you know, when you inhale that acid, when you inhale that small little bit of negativity, it builds and builds and builds and builds, and it causes you to be extremely self-centered and extremely selfish. And that's a place where we literally walk into an arena where we start to not care about other people and we're not adding value to other folks. And so I got to tell you, and I want to challenge you as you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, I want to challenge you to really take a mental assessment. Press pause in life. Too many times in life, people are sheep. All they do is follow. And you say, well, I'm not a sheep, Mike. I do my own thing. Really? What type of car do you drive? What type of shoes do you wear? What type of shirt do you buy? What type of pants do you wear? What rings or jewelry do you have? What type of phone do you have? Was any of that driven or directed by brands? Was any of that driven or directed by the fact that someone else may see that I have this particular shirt on or I'm wearing these particular shoes, uh, have this particular phone, and, and the brands and the marketing and where the movement of things are going cause you to say, yeah, that's really cool. I want that too. Because I want other people to see that I have this or I'm wearing that. And it shows that we're successful. Now, there's nothing wrong with nice things. There's nothing wrong with buying brand name things. But it does matter if that's what's positioning how you think and what you do and where you are in life. If you get your source of self-worth from what you buy, what you ride, what you do, or where you go, you're, you're in a situation where you need to really step back and evaluate you. So I say that to say, yes, we are, in a lot of ways, sheep. And if you're just following what the media and what the world and what, what folks feed you, you say, geez, why are all the books? My wife and I said this before when we were in a bookstore. We noticed that all of the books for children were literally about uh, like witchcraft and sorcery 
and that kind of stuff. Well, that can seem maybe innocent in its initial nature, but as you look at the depths of it all, it's evil. And we've kind of just said, well, no, it's come on. Let's be honest with ourselves. It is evil. And if that's all we're doing and that's all we're subscribing to, guess what? Those that are producing that information, if that's all people are consuming, guess what they're going to do? They're going to produce more of that content because people are buying it. So my question to all of us is, are we the problem that what is there to be consumed is natured the way it is, which is evil and mean and harmful and rape and murder and all of this stuff. And we wonder why, as a world, we have problems the way we do today. That all comes from your input. And the only person responsible to change your input is you. You are the one responsible to change your input. You are the only one that can shut things off. You are the only one that can say no. You know, I remember the story of somebody talking about being overweight. And says, you know what, the reason I'm overweight is because uh, of me. By the way, if you're overweight, guess whose fault it is? It's probably your fault. I remember Zig Ziglar used to say, you know, I was overweight because I chose to be overweight. Now you say, what? Who's choosing to be overweight? His answer to that was, In the course of my life, what I've come to find is I literally have never accidentally eaten anything. (laughs) So he says, if I choose to eat too much, I have literally chosen to weigh too much. It's my own fault. And that starts with taking accountability and responsibility of our own lives. Then we're literally in a place where we can now add value to other people. So that is my motivational segment challenging you to control your mental input, to control what you watch, to control what you're binge watching. There's nothing wrong with shutting off and watching shows and doing things, but I want to challenge you to evaluate what you are intaking into your mind. It's a very, very powerful thing which can direct a lot of the things that happen in your future. So if you're not satisfied with where you are in life, take a look at you and say, I got to change me, become more hard on myself, and that way I can achieve the goals and dreams that I really want to achieve in life. And again, if you're if you're younger and you're looking for opportunity uh, for motivation and things, go to michaelwallshow.com. A lot of great info for you there. Uh, if you're older and you want to be in a place where you're saying, you know what, I need more help in, in certain areas as well, go to leanonthewall.com, two different places, resources to help add value to your life. That is the motivational segment. Now, when we come back, we're going to have a special uh, conversation there, a little interview segment, I guess, with Peter Frampton talking about getting the right help with your wealth. Where do you go? Where should you go to find the right help to help you maximize your wealth and maximize your legacy? So stay with us. We'll be back right after this. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. It's a beautiful day. Sky 
It's a beautiful day. It's in as it is. It's a better day if you change your mind. I can tell you that regardless of what's going on. You know, you might have rain. You might have sun. But it all depends internally on where you are. I don't know how you are. And tell me um, or reach out to us on our Facebook page. Just go to Michael D. Wall. Uh, you can check us out there. Or if you like simplicity, you can just go to michaelwallshow.com. Again, michaelwallshow.com. And there's a little icon there for Facebook. You can click on it and that'll take you to our page. But tell us, does sun, that's a question I have for you. Does the sun being out affect you? I know it affects me. And it's interesting uh, that, you know, where we are in life sometimes, you know, sometimes we got to get out of our element. That's pretty important. That's helpful in a lot of ways. But this segment, Getting Out of Our Element, I wanted to kind of share a thought from Peter Frampton. Now, some of you may say, Peter Frampton, who is that name? Jeez, I'm not sure if I know him. Now, if you're over the age of 45 or 50, you probably know that name. If you're younger, you're like, uh, Peter Frampton, I, uh, I don't know. Well, he was a solo artist and did really, really well. He's had some really popular songs. In fact, uh, his greatest hits album in, in 25th anniversary, I should say, in 2001, called The Legendary Frampton Comes Alive. 16 million albums sold. 16 million albums sold just for that album. So he sold a lot of albums all over the world for a long, long time. And this is a song that you might be familiar with. All right, so it's kind of a little uh, chill song, relaxed. You know, you're sitting on the beach having your glass of whatever, and, and that's uh, you're, you're dialing it in. <laughs> Listen to that song. But I thought it was interesting. You know, we kind of connected with him a little while back, and he had some conversations about the importance of getting the right help, kind of getting out of your own way. And this is what he had to say. I think I've always learned from other people. Uh, if you want financial advice, then you hang around people that are really good at finances. But myself, financially, I have got a great team of people that I work with. It's very important. I know a lot about music, and I wasn't that great at math. So I need a lot of help there. The awful thing with creative people, I think there's less creative people that use both sides of their brain well. You know, I think mine spills <laughs> over into the uh, calculating side and rubs it out. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I need help there. But you have to really um, work with people that you trust and that they're, um, their agenda is yours when they're talking to you and not theirs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a what a great thought. And, and that is so true. Making sure that the agenda that you're getting from the advice you're receiving is is for you. It's designed around you. And I want to I want to caution you and kind of challenge you with this, because, you know, there's so much information out there. We literally live in a society of information overload. Where you can go online, you can, whether whatever channel it is, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or TV in general, Fox, CNBC, Bloomberg, and there's so much information out there, articles that you can read, newspapers that exist, where you can read info about what to do with your money. And it can be really, really challenging. And so I want to challenge you in particular with this fact. If you're in a place where you are a little bit older and you're retiring or soon going to be retiring, and again, one of the sponsors of, 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 of this show, the Michael Walsh Show, is Wall Private Wealth. That's, that's the company that primarily works with folks that have a certain level of wealth. A lot of those folks are retired or soon going to be retired. And a lot of what we do in that company is educate 
the consumer, educate people so they can make better financial choices, better financial decisions, really to help protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. And as Peter said, getting the right help is so crucial. And with this, again, this world of information overload, it can be challenging where to go. So I want to challenge you as you look at yourself to make sure you can do a couple things to ensure that you hit your financial goals. And by the way, you can apply this even if you're a little bit younger too and you're still growing your wealth. But one of the things that you got to know about you is what are your goals? Now, I don't know if you've really sat down and thought about this and they're going to be a little bit different based on where you are in life. You know, if you're younger and you're just growing a business, your goal might be, I want to grow to a place or you're just kind of growing and trying to find out what you want to do in life. I want to grow to a place where I financially am okay. I think we all, if we have an inher- if we have not inherited a large amount of money, can kind of connect with the idea that at some point in time in life when we were starting out, you know, having enough money just to, you know, if we had a flat tire or if we needed to get something done, that was kind of like a fun, that was a financial problem, right? We've all kind of been there if you've started from scratch in your life. But you want to move from that step to the next thing. I remember when my wife and I started out, you know, in 2001, it was interesting. We were actually uh, sharing a real manly car here. We were sharing a purple Ford Escort. Now, it was a five-speed, and I was able to kind of spin the tire a little bit, you know, when I, when I pushed the clutch in, it did my thing. But, you know, we started there, and then we moved to the next level and moved to the next level and moved to the next level. One of the reasons that was the case is because we had goals. So you have goals when you're younger to kind of say, this is where I want to be in the next year, two years, three years, five years of my life. When you're older and you've now amassed some wealth, now those goals can shift a little bit and they can change a little bit. Now those goals when you're older are maybe in a place where you're saying, you know what, I just, I want to protect the wealth that I have. Maybe you're in a place where you're selling a company. And you're like, I want to sell this business, I want to sell this company, and I'd like to maximize the amount of money that I get and minimize the amount of taxes going to the government. I also want to make sure that we have the right people in place uh, to, to continue this company on. So that way when I'm out, the success continues to stay, even though I'm not there. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we've got another company called Wall Lehman that uh, actually helps with that type of planning, talent management, motivation training, and planning in general. So again, you can go to leanonthewall.com. You can find out more about that. But I say all this to say, you look at your goals. That's the first step in understanding uh, the path or really going down the path of getting the right help. You got to have goals. And if you're older and you have wealth, your goals are protecting your wealth, but it's probably some other things now as well. Maybe there's some organizations and some charities that you want to be a part of. Maybe it's leaving a legacy for your kids and grandkids. Maybe it's making sure that you can really spend your time now, your mental energy, your wisdom that you've built over the years, uh, and, and add value to those coming be us alongside or, or coming up and they're younger, right? So whatever that is, we need to have those goals. The second thing that will help us uh, align with getting the right financial house or l- right financial help really is making sure that the person that we're looking to for help understands our situation that's going to take a little bit of vulnerability and i hate to say it but it's really the reality one of the things that we find you know on the wall private wealth side of life when folks want a second opinion with their wealth whether they're in another state or another area or they live local is it takes a little bit of vulnerability we need to ask some questions that's to help us understand and determine what's going on in their life and what we need to do so the more you can find 
uh, a place that you feel comfortable with, the sooner you can get to the place that you're going to share information that's really going to help that person dial in what your actual needs are. Now, to preface that, this is where you can get in initially when you're looking at a firm and you're looking at an organization to get that right financial help. You want to make sure that you understand the different categories of the financial market because it can be very confusing. So we put a freebie out there for you. All you need to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on Avoiding Financial Salesmen. And that video was done and designed specifically for you to help you understand there's different categories of financial people. So have your goals. Be a little bit vulnerable. And then the third thing is uh, just making sure that personalities align. You know, sometimes you might be in a place where uh, you're investing with a friend or a family member or whatever it may be, and that might be great, but, you know, personality-wise, to get you where you want to go, you might always, when you have those meetings, be like, man, they don't really ever ask me the questions that I, you know, I don't feel comfortable, I don't feel confident, I don't feel like there's just something missing. Have you felt that before? Where you're in a financial relationship, you're having someone help you with your money, and it's just like, man, it's just something's missing here. That's probably because you're not getting your answers fully uh, answered, and it's probably because you're in a place where there is something missing. Well, the only way you change that is by changing the advice that you're getting, and when you get that different advice, then you realize that, wow, this is what I was looking for. And that might take a little bit of a process. It might take some time to find that advice that's perfect for you. But are you willing to make that effort? Listen, you've spent your entire life working and building the wealth you have. It's important to make sure that you take the time to get what you need so you can get there. So coming up next segment, I'm literally going to define and kind of dive in for you a couple things you need to know as far as the right type of advice and what you need to bring into your portfolio, what your advisor needs to be bringing into or your team that you're working with needs to be bringing in to help you protect, grow, reduce taxes on your wealth. And if you don't have these things, and we see a lot of portfolios that do not have them when they come in for a second opinion, this is crucial. If you don't have them, it could make all the difference in protecting that wealth and really living your legacy. All that coming up. So hang tight. We'll be back right after this. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth, radio show host and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want investors to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Do you feel glorious? Wow, what a good song. Hey, Macklemore, love that song. If you haven't dialed into it, just great words, great song. Just keeping on, keeping on. All right, this segment back in Michael Wall Show. At any point in time, you know, listeners all over the world got questions about a bunch of different things. We want to make sure we're dialing in. As something I say a lot. <laughs> dialing it in, baby. We want to make sure we're dialing this in for you. In other words, as you come each and every week, maybe you listen to a segment, maybe you listen to that segment, maybe you listen to the whole show. But we want to make sure that there's information out there for you that connects with you. So go to michaelwallshow.com, and there's a little box there on the top that talks about reach out to us, contact us. Make sure you click on that, 
and and just reach out to us and share your thoughts, comments, ideas. Also, you can do uh, Facebook, which is real easy. When you go to michaelwallshow.com, there's a little Facebook icon. You've seen that before. Over 2 billion people in the world on Facebook, so you've probably heard of it by now. <laughs> Click on that little icon, and you can follow us on Facebook and share your thoughts and comments and interactions and interact with us as we dial in information for you. All right, so last segment, we kind of ended the segment talking about helping you get the right financial help and what to look for specifically in a portfolio. Now, this is going to be more geared. Let me just set this up. This is going to be geared a little bit more towards folks that actually have wealth. So if you're a little younger and you're you're not quite there yet, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You're going to get there, hopefully, as you follow the right principles. But this is for that. You can, you're still going to learn something from this, but this is going to be more for folks who are in the place where they're either retired or they're soon going to be retired. They're going to sell a company. They're retiring from a company. I call it the financial red zone. You're literally close. Just like watching football coming close, you're in the, you're in the red zone. Well, you are in the financial red zone, and it's very, very, very important that you make the right choices. Because there's a lot of flat markets that have that have occurred over the last you know hundred years in markets in general, and if you don't make the right choices and have a real holistic approach, it could potentially blow up your portfolio in the future and cause you to be in a place where you don't have enough money to live. And it kind of reminds me there was a story of a gentleman. I thought this was really cool. Um, well, it was unfortunate, really. I guess I should say he won the lottery, and the New York Post uh, reported about this. And this was uh, done recently. This guy was uh, Lou Eisenberg was his name. He was 53 when he won, won the lottery. He won $5 million. So every year for 20 years, he received a check for 200 grand. So this is a guy, he won the lottery. He's getting a check every year for 200 grand. And he says he figured, you know, he'd probably die before the money ran out. So he never saved any of it. But now what's interesting is uh, he's now 90. He's 90 years old and he's gotten that money all these years. Now, through the time, you know, he was kind of live and let live. You know, he was kind of free with the money. Hey, I need some. Oh, yeah, here. Hey, I need some. Yeah, because he never really had a lot of money in the past. So he won $5 million bucks. He won the lottery. He said, hey, I'm good to go. Well, he's 90 years old now, and guess where he is in life? He's literally living on Social Security. Now, think about that. Think about that for a minute. He won $5 million, and he's now on Social Security. Now, I know there's people with a lot more money than that. I know there's people with less money than that. But at the end of the day, it's all about stewardship and creating the right plan. Now, when you look at your wealth, I told you I'd give you a couple keys, and here they are. When you look at your situation, and this is very fresh because we're actually in a process in a place with the Wall Private Wealth Firm, which is a different company than the Michael Wall Show. And Michael Wall Show is powered by that company. We're literally in a place where we're going through a process with a couple right now that is, has a, an advisor from one of those large national firms. You know, the ones you, where you see commercials all the time on TV and they've built stadiums and, you know, they're all over the place. You see them everywhere. You see kind of a, an office in every town or multiple offices in every town in the country. And a lot of folks go there and flock there because it's just, it's, it's easy. They're there. They know. I'm a big believer in the fact that a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. And that applies to a lot of things in life, but it also applies to our finances. You know, when we started having the conversation, they were referred to us. We started having the conversation, and one of the things that they were concerned about is they felt like they were literally taking too much risk. They got a decent-sized portfolio. And so they said, you know, I, I really feel like we're taking too much risk. And I, I, I struggle with the fact 
that the current uh, advisor that we have isn't giving us additional offerings to help us protect the monies in the way that we feel is really holistic. There's also been no tax planning on the portfolio. They have a lot of money that's in IRA type money, deferred comp, and you know uh, monies that sometime in the future will be taxable when they take it out. And there's not been really any talk of tax planning, which is really, really important. There hasn't been any talk really about asset protection, not just from markets, but from lawsuits and things like that. Or God forbid, one of the kids ends up getting a divorce. You hate to think that happens, but let's say it does. How do you protect it to make sure the wealth actually stays with your children and not goes to the other spouse? So all of these things were some questions that kind of started the conversation. And as we started to dive in, we shared some things. We shared some thought. They also went to our site, leanonthewall.com. And they watched the Avoiding Financial Salesman video, which was created and done specifically for education. So that sparked a lot of things and triggered a lot of questions as well. So when you look at your advice, how do you know it's independent, completely, and holistic? First off, you want to make sure you're investing from a fiduciary perspective. And we connect with uh, Clarify. The Clarify Advisory Network is where we're able to connect and offer uh, investment structure on the fiduciary platform. This gives us the ability to kind of work with anything in the market out there, whether it be actively traded or whether it be in hard asset real estate type things, okay? But you want to make sure you're working with a fiduciary. That's number one. You also want to make sure that this person uh, not only has the fee-based platform, but also the firm has the ability to use different products than just that. You know, a lot of people say, well, insurance products are good or insurance products are bad, and I'm here to tell you, that a lot of insurance products can be very beneficial. Now, what type of insurance product is the question? You know, it might be an annuity. It might be life insurance. It might be different types of products. And there's so many different companies offering so many different products, it can be challenging to know which one to choose. So you want someone that has been independent in the space. What that does is that gives you, when I say independent in the space, what I mean by that is they've been independent. They're not working for a large national firm. Not that all of those people are bad, but let me tell you the benefit of being independent. The benefit of being independent is they had the ability and they've had the ability over the years to literally choose from any different investment structure. That's the way my firm, Wall Private Wealth, is set up. We're completely independent. There's a couple different pieces of the company, a couple different companies, and it allows us the ability to actually scan any investment that exists in the marketplace today when we're creating a financial plan. That is important. You want a holistic opportunity to be able to use any investment that exists out there. I mean, just like going to a doctor. If you were sick, you'd want the doctor that would have every uh, potential cure for what you need, not just a few. Okay, so that just makes sense. The other thing you want to make sure is, is the conversation about tax planning is brought up by the person or the firm that you're working with instead of you bringing it up. If you're the one bringing up ideas constantly, hey, I'd like to save some money in taxes. Hey, I'd like to think about reducing my risk. Hey, I'd like to think about changing my investment structure. Hey, I'd like to think about, you know, doing things to maximize my goals or whatever. And if you're the one bringing these things up, then that's kind of a big red flag. This is where you need to be honest with yourself and evaluate your investment relationship. Just like at the beginning of of the other segment, last segment, Peter Frampton, we had a little clip uh, talking about what Peter had to share about getting the right advice. You need to make sure that that advice giver is bringing up ideas to you. 
So these are all things that really matter. So number one, you need to make sure that you're working with a fiduciary that also has the ability to work with a variety of other structures in the financial market. Number two, you need to make sure the advice is holistic in nature, covering a variety of things, not just investing the money, covering things like tax planning and and legacy planning and asset protection and all of the other things that are really, really important when it comes to that. And the last thing is, is just making sure that you're truly evaluating your relationship and your results. You know, a lot of people, when I ask the question or we ask the question, do you know what your portfolio value was five years ago, 10 years ago? A lot of times they don't know the answer to that. We want to make sure that folks we work with are paying attention to that because it's important to actually know to ensure you're actually making progress. Very, very important. So relationships are great, but make sure those relationships that are made are done in such a way that you actually have results as well. So result driven relationships is what you want to be doing. Again, to educate yourself a little bit more on finding that right advisor or understanding advisors, we've, we've done a little short video. Uh, it's called Avoiding Financial Salesmen, Defining the Different Types of Financial People so you can understand better who is correct. Just go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com and click on that video that says Avoiding Financial Salesmen. That will help you to be better educated and more focused for your own life. So that, again, that segment or little clip here was for those of you that are retired, soon going to be retired, you're in the financial red zone. We wanted to give you some advice and tips on what to do and how to see your financial world a little clearer to reach your goals. Next segment, we got a great interview with Kayla Fourier. She is someone who's competed in a variety of pageants from the Miss America organization, Miss Florida USA, and she's really become involved with suicide prevention. There's a lot of big issues with this in America and in the world, and one of the great ways to prevent this catastrophe is to shine the light on it. We're going to talk about that next segment, so hang with us. We'll be back right after this. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is the Michael Wall Show. Well, welcome back into the Michael Wall Show. And we are joined live in studio today with a special guest, Kayla Fourier. It's a quite interesting pronunciation, but I got it right, right, Kayla? You did. Got it yes. right. Yep, yep. So we're, we're having a conversation here that's actually quite serious. Uh, you know, and I talked to her, I actually met her at an event uh, at Halotopia, another good friend that was uh, kind of launching her product. I was invited to speak and uh, just kind of at the launch of that. And we ended up connecting. She was helping out there. And I thought we'd have a conversation in this segment and, and, and kind of talk about this because I think it's important. And we're going to talk specifically about suicide prevention. Now, you may initially when you're hearing this, you may say, oh, I don't need any of that. I'm fine. Mentally, I'm good. But you know what? There's a lot of people out there that are in need. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's the 10th leading cause of death and it's second leading cause of death for kids or younger people aged 15 to 25. And one of the things, Kayla, you said is that one out of every 10 college students attempt 
suicide. So this is a big, big problem. And for every one that tries, or for every one that succeeds, let me say there's 25 that try. So this is a big problem. And not a lot of people are talking about it. By the way, at any point in time, if you want to dial in or if you can't listen to this whole segment, make sure you're subscribed to the show. Just go to michaelwallshow.com. Again, michaelwallshow.com. Kayla, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Now, tell me, before we jump into the you know, the serious side, I guess, of the segment, mm-hmm. um, you're in a place where your story has taken you a little bit down the route of pageantry, right? Yes. Tell us how you got into that and what kind of what led you into all, all what you're doing currently. So I got into pageants by chance. I grew up dancing and it was an opportunity for me to continue to dance. And to be honest with you, it was really a chance for me to reach out and get involved with mental health and suicide prevention. Um, The Miss America organization, which I competed in for about three years, has a, a platform section of their competition. And so it allowed me to, or really kind of forced me to get involved with mental health and suicide prevention because I didn't know how to beforehand. So now it's really opened up my eyes to everything that's going on in the world. And when you say platform section, what does that mean? Yeah. So every young lady competing has a different organization or a cause that they're really Mm. passionate about that they get involved with and they do volunteer work or outreach or fundraising. Got it. So it's, it's kind of like a, it's here's you are, you're going to use your platform now to connect with an organization to add value, right? Right. And specifically the Miss America organization uses Mm. that platform for their year of rain. Mm -hmm. Um, No matter if it's a local title, you get involved locally or you do things. So if you win Mm -hmm. the, whatever your kind of cheerleadering, I guess, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) that's a great way to put it. (laughs) They're going to be talking about that for the next year. Yes. Okay. So that's cool. Right. Among other things, but that is a a lot of girls use that as their focus for the year on what direction they want to take and what they're going to do with their year. Okay. So tell us, so you aged out of that, which I I thought was interesting. I know. Well, now they've raised it to 25 and I've still just missed that cut, but I aged out at 24 with them and I started competing in the Miss Florida USA pageant. Okay. Um, The Miss USA and the Miss America organization are the two largest pageants in the country. So they're really amazing organizations to be a part of. And you just competed in December. I did. I'm considering competing again this year. Okay. So we will see how that goes. (laughs) And how long, just kind of on this track real quick, how long do you kind of go down that road until you say, ah, enough's enough's enough? If I compete this year, this will be my last year. Is that right? Regardless of what happens? Regardless of what happens. Okay. So even if you win it all, you're out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, well, I'll compete. I'll continue competing, obviously, if I win right, it all. Right, but right, right. Yeah, I, I'll be done with pageants after that. <laughs> okay, cool. I just wanted to check and see where you are there. And obviously, you're involved in real estate and some different things. But yes. the, the main focus of this segment is to talk about something that's kind of close to your heart because of some personal experience. Mm-hmm. And suicide is, listen, suicide is, is something that... I think a lot of times we don't maybe think about, I know I don't think about that often. I'm a pretty positive guy. You know, I interact and connect with pretty positive people. And, uh, you know, I mean, in life, life is never perfect, right? I mean, we all get hit with things. Right. We'll have to learn to mentally work through things regardless of where you are. And and I think this is not just something that is people that are college age kids that are susceptible to. This is also other folks. You know, I mentioned earlier about entrepreneurs and things like that. And you see a lot of CEOs and entrepreneurs out there. And you might, as you're listening to this, you might know someone who maybe struggles with this, or maybe you yourself is something you struggle with. You know, or you see a lot of entrepreneurs can can end up starting to have uh, drinking problems and lead to other things because the levels of stress that they're dealing with and the levels of things that they're dealing That's with right. yeah. and kind of almost loneliness sometimes. <clears throat> and then you got college students. 
mm-hmm. and you were there and you kind of saw this happen. So tell us a little bit of your history and why you decided to kind of jump into this. So in 2009, I lost my uncle to suicide. Mm. And I'll give you a little history on him. He, every family gathering, every interaction I ever have memories of with him, he was the life of the party. He was so happy, mm. smiling, just constantly in a good mood. I yeah. never saw growing up, obviously, I, I wasn't shown everything going on, mm-hmm. um, but he was struggling with mental health. Mm. He had anxiety and some depression growing up. None of us really knew the signs of what to look out for, and mm-hmm. so we didn't realize it. And okay. I guess he had started seeing someone getting some medication for the anxiety, but it just wasn't enough, and he chose to take his own life instead. Mm. So trying to deal with the loss of someone to suicide is very difficult and you don't know what direction to turn. It's hard to process it, but seeing someone that you have memories of always being happy and excited Mm. and just life of the party, all of a sudden seeing that he couldn't deal with Mm -hmm. hard struggles of life is really extra hard to deal with. Challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, where's this coming from? Right. right? I mean, it doesn't seem at all because you weren't taught, right? You didn't know what to look for. Exactly. And I think that's kind of the key. no idea. Yeah. In my family, we're very old school Italian and mm-hmm. we were always taught, okay, you don't really talk about your problems. You just <laughs> deal with them. You get over it. Mm-hmm. And this was a huge devastating event in our life that I just figured, okay, it happened. I'm going to brush under the rug. I have to be strong. I don't deal with this. Mm-hmm. And that's really, it, it caused me a lot of mental health issues myself. Now you've connected with an organization called Jordan Porco and this is interesting. You mentioned to me that their husband and wife team that kind of started this, right? Correct. And their son actually committed suicide in college while you were in college. Tell me the story there. Yeah. So his first uh, semester freshman year, he committed suicide. And from what I've heard about him, he was happy go lucky. He was, you know, Hmm. always smiling as well and just adventurous in life. And, Unfortunately, with the struggles of college and potentially some other mental health issues that people didn't realize, he chose to take his own life as well. And so they started this organization, um, this foundation, and they teach college students the different, um, there's a couple different programs, but different signs of mental health to look out for and different ways to get involved on campus if you are struggling, Mm. just some educational material that most people who are just not... I guess, haven't dealt with anything like this, don't know. They're not like aware of it. You're right. right. And so, by the way, the reason I wanted to, again, going back into the weeds here for a minute, the reason yeah. I wanted to have Kayla on and, and share this for you as you're listening to this is because, you know, there, there's things that we need to be paying attention to as we go through life. And if we can share things that might add value and save a life, mm-hmm. you know, it's huge, right? So having and understanding the warning signs are really important, but then also having resources. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk specifically, as you're listening to this, you may not be a college student, but you might be a grandparent, you might be a parent, you might know someone that, that is in that range, you know, the susceptible teen range. Social media is huge today, obviously, mm-hmm. and that has, I think, a huge effect on kids that we didn't see before. Definitely. Uh, so there's a lot of different dynamics. You know, you hear every generation say, well, it's not like it was when I was in school, you know, <laughs> but in this generation today, it literally is the case That's because so we have so much interaction with social media and things that we never had before. So tell us a little bit about this fresh check day in schools. And I know that you've gotten kind of gotten this in Rollins College, which is where mm-hmm. you went. You're working on connecting with some other schools. Correct. What does that look like? And, and what is that about? Well, one thing I want to just say real quick is that 
suicide and mental health affects everyone, no matter what age you are. I chose to focus my outreach on college age students because that was kind of the age I was going through and I feel I can connect with them better. I mean, I'm 26. I'm not quite in college anymore Mm -hmm. in that lifestyle, but I know what it feels like to be struggling in college and Mm -hmm. not feeling like you fit in or not dealing with problems. So that's why I chose that. And I think I kind of mentioned this before. If the Fresh Check Day program that the Jordan Porco Foundation started had been at Rollins my freshman year, I wouldn't have waited until my junior year to start mm-hmm. dealing with the loss of my uncle. Mm-hmm. So it's having so, those tools. Right. It's so important for people to speak about it. That's mm-hmm. really my goal with all of this, all of this outreach is that people will talk about it because So Fresh Check Day, what is that? Oh, sorry. That's I know. okay. I jump around and <laughs> You're I excited. I no, no, explain. it's okay. So, what is the fr- so, so the listener out there is hearing this and yeah. saying, "Fresh check." What's that? What mean? is that? <laughs> yeah. So, Fresh Check Day, they partner with different organizations on campus to create a fair like environment on the campus and teach their. It can be either just freshmen or all college students, um, depending on the school. But they teach them the different, it could be warning signs, different statistics. They have different um, programs that you can get involved with, different clubs that join in. So it's really great and educational, but not in, people think of suicide or mental health as so depressing and Mm -hmm. it's just very dark. Right. And they make it something that's easy to talk about Mm -hmm. and easy to relate to Mm -hmm. and make you realize, oh, you know, I'm going through this too, or, oh, I need help or whatever the case may be. So it's really great and uplifting. That's awesome. So uh, we're running close to the clock here, but but let me ask you this question. So here we are, uh, somebody's listening to this segment. Yes. And either they themselves or someone they know, or they're just going to share it because, you know, sometimes you don't know, just Mm -hmm. like you were talking about your uncle, life of the party, fun guy, hanging out, whatever. And you're like, man, where did that come from? Right. You know, completely out of left field. So where would you recommend at this stage in the game, are there resources that people can go online and get some help or mm-hmm. read through some things or watch videos and kind of help them with the process of kind of filtering through this and, and know where to reach out to actually get help? There is a great hotline, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I actually had a friend who worked for them in college and, and did a lot of uh, the phone calls that came in. That would be my first source for you talk to someone if it's not if you don't have a friend that you can speak to or a close family member or someone that you feel comfortable reaching out to call them there it's very simple it's 1-800-273-TALK t-a-l-k so you can talk to someone who's a professional who knows how to help you they can offer support or suggest other resources for you but really they're just a great ear that isn't someone you know so you can just open up and be honest with how you're feeling so as you're listening to this you want more information reach out to us on facebook you can just go to uh michael d wall and again michael d is in david michael d wall look at our facebook page you'll be seeing the clip of the show anyways and you can interact with us there if you want information you want more information of how you can get involved in your local area this is a serious problem again you know, second leading cause of death ages 15 to 25. And I think a lot of times this is because people just don't want to talk about it, you know, and the whole idea of awareness and opening up to people is very, very important. So let you, I'm going to give you the last word. And that is what was your experience as you really dealt with this? So not dealing with it, I struggled mentally. You know, everyone goes to the doctor every year. We take care of ourselves physically. But how many times do you really step back and say, how is my mental health doing? Mm-hmm. And that really opened up my eyes to making sure that I, I take time for myself to mm-hmm. make sure that my, you know, mental health is being cared for. So 
just for anyone who's struggling, you know, take a step back, take care of yourself, think about how you're feeling and just know that you're not alone. There's always someone there that cares for you and, you know, reach out for help if you need it. Awesome. Well, Kayla, thanks for uh, being involved in this and, and taking some time to I share, the, share the story. I appreciate letting me share my story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And again, for more information, just go ahead and go to Facebook, check out Michael D. Wall, or you can always go to Michael Wall Show. Again, michaelwallshow.com. Well, there you have it. Another show in the books. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you missed parts of the show, make sure you go back and, and check it out. A lot of good information. It started out there initially our motivational segment talking about the importance of controlling your mental input. Very, very important in everything that we do in life to achieve maximum success. And then we got into two segments there talking a little bit on really getting the right advice with our wealth and and with our life in general. And then, of course, the interview with Kayla, which was terrific, talking about suicide prevention. This is a big, big topic. And I want to challenge you to share uh, what you've heard with other folks that you know, either via email or social media, to share the message and spread the word so we can help more and more people avoid this catastrophe. And As always, my challenge you this week is to go out and add value to someone that can do nothing in return for you. Let's all live with purpose so we can live on purpose. Have a great one and thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group, Inc.